Welcome to the Wednesday Word, our midweek refresh where we dive a little bit deeper into the sermon last Sunday and the devotional this week from Pastor David. I'm really excited to talk about balance today. And I'm especially excited because two of my favorite people are here with me. I'm Lydia, by the way. I'm the children's ministry director here. And I've got Karen across the table from me, and I'm privileged to serve on staff with her. Do you want to say a little something? Yes, I'm Karen. I'm the treasurer for the church for right now. And I'm also the Stephen leader, which leads the Stephen ministers for our congregation. Such a great ministry. And I also have my big sister, Ashley. And she's joining us over the phone Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I am a mom of five, homeschooler. This is the ninth year and have started my own business. So this idea of balance and today's or this week's sermon and devotional, um, I definitely feel like I've had to learn the hard way and integrate mm-hmm. even more the last couple of years. So yeah, one of my favorite topics. <laughs> yeah. You're the first person I thought of when I thought when I read this devotional. So mom of five, you're a brave woman. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to just jump right in. I'm going to read the devotional and then we'll stop for some questions um, that Pastor David has posed for us. So we're going to start with some scripture from Mark chapter six, verses 30 and 31. It says the apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. This devotional says, it is Monday morning. Late last night, four of us from Desert Spring flew to Kansas City for a gathering of pastors and leaders from the largest churches in Methodism. The purpose of the meeting is to talk about a vision for the United Methodist Church for the years to come. The meetings are important. And I'm grateful that Desert Spring was invited to be a part of it. We have much to offer in such conversations. With the opening session beginning soon, today's devotional will be a bit shorter than usual. It's kind of ironic that at the time when I have to rush to meetings, I'm needing to write about finding time to retreat for prayer and to consider our lives. But that's life sometimes. We do the best we can. In the passage from the Gospel of Mark, Jesus had sent the disciples out to do ministry for the first time. Upon returning from their mission, They were excited to share the news of their ministry. Jesus, knowing the demands of ministry and what they had been through, took them to a quiet place to rest. Throughout the Gospel of Mark, Jesus does that. He takes time to get away from the pressures and demands and preoccupations of the day to retreat and pray. He teaches his followers to do the same. As we think about Jesus' pattern of work and rest, I have a few questions worth pondering. So the first question says, think back on your life. In times when life has seemed to be overwhelmed because the demands were too great, what would you do in response? Ash, do you want to go first? Sure. I Mm -hmm. think that in the past, I've always um, focused on simplicity. So if I felt overwhelmed, it's easy then to want to drop things. Mm -hmm. And with this season of my life, I realized, okay, I can't really grow if I'm just not willing to be challenged, right? Like Mm. I do, I think most of us like easy, but that's not always the best answer, right? And so with greater commitments, um, I had to kind of re-strategize a little bit because I wasn't willing to give anything up. And that's also, I guess, a, a tangent because I think in our society, we are faced with so many options and so many good shiny things and obviously lots of things that aren't worth our time to, <laughs> to weed mm-hmm. through as well. But um, 
it's just easy to get wrapped up in the demands, right? Whether it's new ideas or just distractions. Um, and so focusing on simplicity instead of just throwing your hands up can sometimes be a good yeah. uh, tool. And for me, really focusing on what is this season calling me to do? And that's when letting God in mm-hmm. as you decide and process um, is so key. But that's not necessarily the first thing we all you know, do. We either try to muscle through things to do it all um, mm-hmm. or like I said, the tendency for me is be like, oh, it's too much because I have always kind of strived for this balance, right? Right. And if things feel overwhelming, it's easy for me to just say, okay, it's too much. And, but again, that's sometimes not the answer because Mm -hmm. we're here to do things. And if, yeah, we can't necessarily help other people or grow or serve in the way that we're meant to, if we're not willing to be a little uncomfortable. A little bit, yeah. So it is this like, this toggle between um, being challenged and stretched, but also knowing our limits. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, to answer that question, I think that my tendency in the past is to kind of throw my hands up, but I knew going into this season that I was gonna have to grow in order to be more effective and really maximize Mm -hmm. what I felt called to do. Yeah. I like the way she put it into like seasons Mm -hmm. of your life. I'm a big prioritizer, so I always like to separate things into piles. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this pile, this pile, this pile, this pile. And I, you know, would get too busy sometimes to let God into my life. And, you know, you, you spend your time reading your devotionals, but sometimes it's it's rushed. Mm-hmm. Rushed, everything is rushed. Yeah. And Ashley talked about seasons of your life, and I'm definitely entering a new season of my life. Mm-hmm. And... I'm leaving the church as, as a worker, mm-hmm. but as a staff member, but not as a volunteer, because this is a different season in my life mm-hmm. where I know that I want to put my time more into service as a volunteer, and that's my service to God now, mm-hmm. is I just want to put my time into my volunteer service. I want to spend more time in my Stephen ministry and in helping the church on Sundays and and doing different things. I have to back down a little bit. I'm a little older. I'm in an older season mm-hmm. of my life. So my priorities have shifted. And so this pile now moves over here and this pile over here takes a different, and I'm gonna grow in a different way, in a slower way, but in a different way. So the, the hubbub and the busy, busy has to take you know, a step back. And now I'm entering this season where my Time will be of service to God in a different way. Yeah. In a, in a more relaxed, but, you know, different way. Yeah. And I think that slow gets a bad rap in our hustle culture. Mm. But honestly, I feel like a lot of times we have to actually go slow to go fast because mm-hmm. we are more focused maybe on what's important and what this season is calling yeah. for us to do. Um, and so I think that, yeah, embracing slow is probably um a more efficient ironically Mm -hmm. (laughs) way to approach things (laughs) and just more intentional because we get kind of i don't know when we're spinning we're not really going anywhere Anywhere. in a circle (laughs) yeah and believe Um, me there have been times in my life 
even in these past years, even when I retired the first time, <laughs> even taking on this job, I sometimes feel like I'm spinning and I'm just going too fast. I don't take the time to sit back and just enjoy things and enjoy life. I don't, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm rushing around too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's when we can listen, I think, more easily, uh, you know, to God's whispers and just feel confident that we're going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. I know in my experience that the faster I've gone, like you feel busy. So you feel like you're being, you know, productive, you're doing all the things, mm -hmm. but you don't really feel as fulfilled because you are, you're going too fast, you're busy, but you're not maybe getting deep enough, you know, into mm -hmm. whatever it is or noticing the little things, like you said, to appreciate them. Um, so I don't know, I'm a big believer, <laughs> even though I have to, remind myself constantly about slowing down. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Like it's, it's constant work in a way, you know, I have the opposite uh, tendency, Ashley, you said that your tendency is to just like throw your hands up and mine is to make a list of every single, even the minor <laughs> little things that I need. <laughs> Karen's laughing. She says she's the same every single possible thing that I can think of that I need to do. And then it's just so much that it's so overwhelming and then it feels hard to do any of it, but I still right. feel well, I think, like every single one of those things is an obligation. Right. Um, and they're all important. Right? right. So I've had this conversation with my husband a lot over last year where he's like, not everything can have the same priority. I, was right. like, I know that like intellectually, I know that, <laughs> but it feels like all these things that are important to me, feel equally important. Yeah. And I think that's where, um, so I've kind of come to the conclusion that yeah, that uh, balance really isn't maybe what we should strive for because that implies that everything has like an equal weight mm -hmm. or equal importance and that maybe the goal isn't to balance um, the scale mm -hmm. at the end of the day. I mean, maybe, you know, like we talked about within a season, like, yeah, you want to make sure they're integrating um, and having balance within like your work life, um, you know, balance and things like that. But on a daily basis, I feel like it's, we have this tendency to want to check all these boxes, right. And have things quote unquote balanced. Um, but I think that can be draining because we feel like we have to touch on everything, right. Or everything is, is equally important. And with different seasons, different mm -hmm. days, you know, you're, it's natural for something to be like highlighted. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think when we embrace that idea, um, then we can give ourselves more grace. So I like the analogy of, um, like an orchestra or even a jazz band Yeah, and all of these instruments have an important part, right. But they're not all going to be playing the same note or have the same, um, you know, not obviously not same, playing at the same time right. um, because that would sound horrible. Like every, <laughs> every instrument has its place, right? And has mm -hmm. its own um, job to do. Yeah. It's own job to do. And, and when they come together, it plays this beautiful music and yeah, like mm -hmm. the, the goal isn't always to be equal, right. but I think the trickiest part, at least for me is slowing down enough to really identify. Okay. Well, <laughs> what part should be highlighted, right? Like, right. where should I put my energy? And that's where that's um, the work. prayer. Yeah, that's yeah. the work. That's like where prayer and meditation, but also 
um, you know, you, you don't just jump in and play with this amazing orchestra, like there's practice. And mm -hmm. I think that's where routines and habits and having the basics down really well serves us because mm -hmm. then you don't have that decision fatigue, you have the basics down and that gives you space and room to improvise a little bit and really listen to what needs to be played, right? So that you're focused on what are the right notes for today mm -hmm. <laughs> versus playing everything that's really important, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or having everyone play at the same time because it's just chaos, it's draining, and not, necess not necessarily always um, even necessary. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. I tangent, think, but <laughs> no, not at all. And I think that, um, one of the trickiest parts, you know, the question asked what we do in response. And I feel like so often it takes a little bit too long till we're to respond. And so for me, especially right now in my life, um, I'm working on, on noticing a little bit more when things are starting, you know, what are my, what are my telltale signs that I'm getting overwhelmed before it's too late, <laughs> before right. I've spun out, you know? Um, and then, and then I know the things that I can do to, you know, go sit with God in prayer, go for a hike, do the things that I know, um, give me rest and rejuvenate me to in, be able to tackle those things. And so, yeah, part of it is just being able to notice. Right. So, it says, when I was much younger, my response to being overwhelmed with work was not great. I would spend time organizing everything that had to be done, and then I would stay up all night working on it, one thing at a time, hoping that by my morning I would feel more caught up. Not a good practice. Now, when there is too much to do, and that is often, I try to do what Jesus taught us to do, to step away from it all and to spend some time with God in prayer. And I think that kind of, you know, we all have mentioned that, but I think it's important that 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 takes time and practice, like you said, Ashley, you know, to, right. to be able to do that. So our next question is when you do have times away to spend reflecting on your life and praying, are there particular times and places that are most conducive to time away? Where is that? And when is that? Karen, do you have, yeah, when I walk my dogs in the morning, that's always a good time because, you know, you're just seeing the world when it's first waking up and yeah. you're just out there alone with your puppies and God and the scenery. And then at night when I'm sitting alone in my bed with my devotionals and just sitting there and talking with God and reflecting on the day and yeah, just putting it all down. And That's great. It's great that that's already worked into your day, yeah. you know, that, that you, you already do that. Ash? I love to take walks in the morning um yoga i i do something every morning but it's not always the same thing mm. so lately i've been getting up to have a cup of tea before everyone wakes up um and even though ideally that's kind of a short work walk if i just spend a few minutes moving some stretches yoga mm -hmm. a short meditative prayer that is ideal and that's enough to kind of get me centered um on what's important to start yeah. the day yeah um and really i have to be more conscious of transitions lately because there is always so much going on and always so much to do and so many people vying for mm -hmm. my attention 
I've noticed that it's helpful if I can make sure that transitions are smooth um, because it's just those little short anchoring moments mm-hmm. to connect and and feel recharged. I would imagine and, that when when transitions don't go smoothly, it probably makes a big impact in your day. <laughs> right. And so to mitigate that, or even just, you know, let's say we get home from something, it's, it's my tendency to jump right into something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, at the end of the day, I realize, wow, I didn't really have a chance to, <laughs> to reflect or, or in the last, I'm definitely doing better about slowing down. But about few, a few months ago, I felt super overwhelmed, and even though I knew I needed to pause, that was the most challenging thing, is letting myself. So even though I felt overwhelmed, didn't know really what to start on, because like you said, it's mm-hmm. so easy to have a list. Um, and I think when we were talking earlier, and I said, you know, my tendency is, is to throw my hands up, it's after I've made those lists, and mm-hmm. I know all the things, and right. you don't, like that paralyzation comes from not really being clear, um, as to where to start. Yeah. Um, but I think that clarity doesn't come until you can pause long enough (laughs) (laughs) to really just breathe and let like God in on that process because it's, it's much more clear, but you have to get out of your head. Mm -hmm. And I think as soon as you can pause to connect and connect with God, the answers come more easily. Yeah. So, so even if it's yeah. before making dinner or, you know, it can be literally two, five minutes and it can make a huge difference. Right. So that's what I've had to remind myself that it's not, it, it doesn't have to be a full 30 minutes away from everybody to benefit. Right. And honestly, kids need to see, you know, and my husband's so much better about this um, and, and including the kids, you know, mm-hmm. and I think for so many years, like my my meditation or yoga practice and prayer has been so private that it's kind of, you know, you forget that it's okay to include other people, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that as a parent, you are becoming that example. Right. Um, so yeah. I just have to reshape um, kind of what it looks like, right? Or what you think those moments of silence are yeah it may not literally be silent but you can still pause and silence that inner critic or your mind for a minute to uh, to feel peace and to to let god in yeah that kind of brings us to our next question about um how we describe our time away you know do you talk with god do you meditate do you praise god do you recite scripture what does a meaningful retreat look like for you and and it seems like you know, you're saying it can look like a lot of different things and it doesn't have to be, you know, a 30 minute practice or a full devotional, um, but it can just be a quiet minute away with God. Definitely. And I know everyone has different experiences, but a walk, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think movement can always um, help get us out of our head. So I'm a big proponent of, you know, getting outside in nature, moving our bodies, because it provides a transition to stillness in our brain and just be more receptive to um, prayer. Yeah. 
I kind of talk with God all day. <laughs> I mean, it's, we just kind of have kind of a running conversation. That's great. I mean, sometimes I get too busy and I don't always stop to listen to what mm -hmm. he might want to say back. <laughs> but you know, but at I, least you're communicating. <laughs> at least you're talking. <laughs> but I mean, I thank him a lot for little things throughout the day too. You know, mm -hmm. like if you see something that's you know beautiful or. Like the other day, I saw the neighbor's brand new baby, and that kind of really made my day, you oh. know, and things like that. You know, you thank him throughout the day for small yeah. things, and you talk to him throughout the day. So you really don't have to have just one stop and have one prayer. You can kind of have a continual prayer yeah, or continual totally. praise throughout the day. And that, you know, can be your conversation with God as well. So it doesn't have to be a stop organized. Yeah prayer. I think that's something yes. that I could definitely um, remind myself more. For me, I think uh, my where and when is definitely in nature, especially when I'm hiking. Um, I hurt my ankle um, uh, quite a few months ago, and I was in a big old moon boot for three months and couldn't, couldn't do any kind of hiking for like four or something ridiculous. And um, I definitely, and probably the people around me knew that I was not able to get <laughs> into nature. And as soon as I did, it was like, oh my goodness, the, you know, clouds have parted. And, but there are certainly opportunities throughout your day to get little pieces of that. Yeah. And it's easy to let our, or for me, my physical environment kind of dictate, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> maybe even my spiritual life, maybe I'm not quite evolved enough, but it's amazing how gratitude and just those, those simple moment-to-moment -moment practices can change your perspective mm -hmm. and bring you in a different space that's more receptive to yeah that constant communication yeah yeah i love that well uh pastor david says for me it can be any time during the day and outside in god's creation is definitely his place um and that he practices a discipline of silence so no words just tries to listen to his life and the still small voice of God. So our next question is, how does your time away from the demands and pressures of and preoccupations impact how you return to life's demands and try to move forward? And that's our last question. Ashley, do you have something to say on that? Well, just a complete perspective shift, mm. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and a deeper appreciation and trust for what's going on because my brain is usually five steps ahead of where I think I am. And so that reflection just, I guess it's a confirmation sometimes that yes, I'm on the right path. Like things mm -hmm. are going well. Um, God is in my corner and, and so less anxiety and I'm able to let go of the things that I may have been clinging to or trying to control or yeah. impatient with, you know, so just having that, release of um of control and anxiety mm -hmm. and ability to trust and then just usually clarity and better focus on what is the next right thing yeah like back to that harmony versus balance it's just it's often you know all we need to do is focus on one thing at a time right yeah. right <laughs> and we'll, we'll keep moving forward and we'll, um, without all the anxiety but if we are you know too preoccupied with all the things Mm -hmm. And again, I think that's the hardest part is we do have um, so many options and good options to be, you know, distracted with that mm -hmm. um, simplicity 
I love the saying, um, simplify to amplify. Yeah. And so for me, it's like coming out of, um, after stepping away, right. Whatever that mm-hmm. looks like, whether it's, you know, something more formal or just a five minute pause, um, you know, you just gain perspective and clarity. And that's usually what I need the most is just to refocus on, um, on what the next right thing is, yeah. you know? versus yeah. being distracted by all the things and a huge list and all yeah. the things I could or should be doing, but that isn't necessary or isn't as timely. Yeah. For me, it just brings me more joy and peace. It mm. just makes me feel just more, like like Ashley said, more balanced and just mm-hmm. makes me feel more peaceful, brings more joy into my day and it helps me get through during the day because I can think about that and think about what the the last prayer has brought me or the last you know devotional or the last mm-hmm. feeling of peace has brought me and i see people in a better light i, oh, yeah. I see people more through god's eyes than my eyes and yeah. it helps me to you know be a little nicer and maybe bring a little cheer to their day too you know it, it just gives me a better better perspective you bring lots of cheer to my day. <laughs> you sure do the same thing. <laughs> yes, and we really we do. all need more joy. Absolutely. Yes. And it, just, right. it just makes you feel, you know, it just makes you feel better to face the day. Better, yeah. You know, if you just have that, that if you do it in the more, some in the morning too, you know, to start your day, it just, it just mm-hmm. gives you a little bit better perspective on the day and you can yeah. step back and it just makes you feel a little bit more joyful. Yeah. Definitely perspective seems to be the the common denominator here. And mm-hmm. I think for me, that usually means realizing, hey, some of these things aren't actually as important as I think that they are. <laughs> and so it's right. okay, you know, and and finding that peace to be able to to know that, not just tell myself, but to know that, you know, God's got my back and that it's going to be okay. And uh, we can just, like Ashley said, you know, move on to the next next good thing and um that not everything has to take up so much space i always like to have this feeling that when i'm really um down or when i really need help that i, I like to have this feeling that he's holding my hand mm. or like if i'm really down and i really need help that he's sitting in a chair and i'm sitting next to him with my head on his knee and he's oh. just listening to me you know and i know that he's there and he's showing that love and yeah, you know, and I just he'll he'll just hear my heart out, and that to me just gives me such a feeling of peace. Oh yeah, I'm gonna visualize Definitely. that too. <laughs> you know, it's just such a yeah. nice. I have a similar analogy. It's almost like letting go of that backpack or that heavy luggage mm, yeah. baggage. It's like okay, yeah. I don't have to carry this. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a good one too. Right. Yeah, I feel much lighter yeah, like, now. Let me help you out. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, he says, I know that after my time of prayer and reflection, the work is still waiting, but my experience has been that I'm more focused, more productive, and more willing to accept my limitations. That's a big one. Um, And turn things over to God because of my time away. Uh, And he concludes by saying, well, time to run. The team is waiting for us to head over to our first meetings. God bless you, Pastor Dave. I hope that they're enjoying the conference. It sounds, from what I've heard so far, it sounds like they're they're getting a lot of good good stuff out of it. Sure, it's amazing. Yeah. So do we have any final thoughts before we wrap up? This has been such a great conversation. I think as we were talking about perspective, um, I think it's 
really like a deeper connection that one, mm -hmm. we are all connected. I think it's easy to feel lonely or isolated that in our own little bubble of troubles or overwhelm. But I think it's refreshing to know, like deeply trust that not only do we all have those moments and struggles, mm -hmm. but that we're, that we're all connected. So when we do have those moments of being away, I think we feel more easily that like that deep connection that we yeah. all are children of God and we all um, can benefit because mm -hmm. once, you know, when our burdens are eased or we feel lighter, we're better than to be that like light yeah. to others. And yeah. so that it's not like a selfish thing to take time out that we need to, and especially as, you know, mothers and like, it's easy to um, just make yourself the last priority, but mm -hmm. I feel like the more easily you can um, embrace that need, yeah. you are better to serve. So whether it's your family your community, your church, um, all of the above, right? Mm -hmm. it's just, it's crucial to have that time with God and to take those time, um, those timeouts or time yeah. in, I guess, those, those time in <laughs> with yourself and God, um, because going slower is how you actually go faster. Yeah, and absolutely. He, and he's always with you. You got it. You always have to remember that he's only a prayer away, mm -hmm. you know, and Definitely. he's always with you. And it's so important to, to pray and to know that he's there and prayer is just so very important. Yeah. And he's just—he's always got his arms around you, so you you can always remember that. Yeah, so comforting. Definitely. So one big warm hug. Yes, one big warm <laughs> hug. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big hugger. <laughs> well, thank you both for joining me today, and thank you all for listening. Um, if you are listening, uh, drop a comment maybe below. Let us know what you do to find some some peace and uh, some time away. And I hope that everybody has an opportunity to maybe practice some of these things this week. That would be awesome. I know I'm going to. Some of the things that you two said, I'm definitely going to be trying out. If you'd like to read the uh, devotional that we used along with this uh, podcast. You can find it in the e-news um, that will go out on Wednesday with the Wednesday Word and also on our website at desertspringchurch.com. So I think that does it for today. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Lydia. Thanks so much for Thank having you, us Lydia. on. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.